And now, the starting lineup for your daily dribble. He goes fat lamb harder in the paint each and every week. Go ahead and give it up for Liam Hancock. He's got a 98% laugh rate, easily the most humble member of this lineup. And he's not too bad on the eye either. It's Roe Hancock. And as always, he calls the shots and he hits the shots. A man affectionately referred to as Diesel, your host, Nick Zamet. Welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet, joined by none other than the man himself, Liam Hancock. What's going on, guys? It's Liam here. How are you, mate? Fresh. Fresh? Yeah, we're doing that a bit earlier today. You look fresh. And yeah. Roy, how yeah. are you, mate? Yeah, Roy not Hancock too bad. joining us as well. Yeah, how are we going? We've just woken up. Yeah, Where it's an early start this morning, isn't it? Yeah. It's um, do we? What are we making of that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's nice to talk about the basketball as always, but there's a still still a few games going as we speak, so we we're keeping one eye on that <laughs> as we go on with it. And big games they are because this week. Uh, exciting episode. We can now talk about playoff basketball. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it's been a huge week, hasn't it? Some early mornings, some enthralling games. Uh, How are we finding keeping up with it? Uh, it's a battle. <laughs> it's uh, tough. It's a battle here because, like, I know sometimes the first game tips at, like, 3.30 a.m. or yeah. something yeah. here, which um been trying to catch as much as possible, but it's... Have you had any early mornings lately, Nick, where you've hopped up and watched a few 3.30 games? Yeah, the, the body clock's kind of tuned at the minute for like 4.30, 5 o'clock yeah, wake yeah. up. So You're I'm in playoff of, mode. Yeah, which uh, I was talking to a mate last night and I was saying how I'm, you know, feeling it feeling it already. So it's going to be yeah. a long, another month or two. Worth it. But uh, yeah, guys, huge episode. So today we'll just recap some news from around the league that's occurred during the week. Uh, then we'll just kind of recap some of the notable moments, events, games that have occurred throughout the last week of the playoffs. Uh, Hero of the Week returns, and then we'll have Be Right or Good Night. Now, mm. I know... Bit of a uh, twist. Yeah, a bit of a twist. We're going to kind of have a, a larger kind of prediction. Uh, we'll get into that soon. And I know it's certainly in the memory bank. You and I, Lee, we still have one to pay off. Yeah, uh, uh, we're doing that today. We'll, we might save that for next week. Yeah. We're next kind of week, behind the eight ball. Put it off another week. Yeah, yeah. it's been a we busy week. We won't forget, week. though. But oh, yeah, <laughs> on that, just uh, the busy week side of it, guys, for whoever's, whoever hasn't tuned in yet, we had a big interview last week with Matty Garrick, um, mm. star on Big Brother and avid NBA fan. If you haven't already checked out that podcast, make sure to do so. It's on YouTube. It, it is on YouTube as well, isn't it? Got a lot of um, positive feedback from friends and family about that interview, so I think it went pretty well. And I know, I think we've got a lot of things in the works for once the season kind of culminates we want to get quite a few more guests on mm. so uh yeah big stuff coming absolutely but yeah. as always yeah thank you for the support guys continue to follow us on our socials instagram facebook youtube twitter and tiktok as well as dropping those uh five star rating reviews and hitting that subscribe button they all count indeed let's do it odds and ends, odds and ends guys rattle these off first things first big uh, a big week on the coaching front yep uh the bulls have finally decided to uh, cut ties with jim jim boylan Geez, that was a long time coming, wasn't it? It's uh, no surprise there. It was, no. as you said, a long time coming. It'll be interesting to see who gets that job. It's a pretty difficult one there in Chicago. There's there is like potential talent. Mm. You know, so, what got... coaches are up for grabs at the moment? 
I know. Well, I'll just mention another yeah, sure. um, coach who's been fired. Then a couple of the names yeah. floating around. Mm. Alvin Gentry, as well as the yeah. Pelicans, has yeah. been given the flick. Yeah. Um, and I know. So names that have been mentioned so far: uh, Jason Kidd, Tyron Lou. Yeah. Um, who else we got? There's a couple of other names, not as heavily mentioned. Those are yep. kind of two front runners. I think Lou's been more heavily linked with the Pelicans. I think it's pretty safe to say that both of those guys will get a head coaching gig somewhere else. It's just mm. a matter of where and when. Big but, stuff, though, isn't it? It's, yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting coming into both of those roles, particularly the Pelicans, because there is so much young talent about. You almost yeah. feel sorry for Gentry, don't you? Because He wasn't end, terrible. He I wasn't think. that bad, I guess. He's got a young team that he's playing with, and he would have had so much to look forward to in the coming years with a healthy Zion. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. It would have been nice to see him fully get the reins when Zion's healthy. Well, yep. do you reckon it was a good decision overall? Obviously, the Bulls firing Boylan was a bloody good decision, but yeah. Gentry, is that? did they let him go too early? Or? Yeah, I would have liked to have seen him given a, given a chance with yeah, a proper, so. full, healthy squad, mm. uh, I think. I guess the their thought going into it is they... Don't want to like chance it and let him go halfway through the year. Yeah, um, yeah, they probably want a fresh start, yeah. don't they? Completely, a fully healthy Zion from the start of the year. Um, you know, I think they're just looking at the future at the moment. Without a doubt. Um, big news, big sad news for the Boston Celtics. Gordon Haywood um, mm. is out for bloody four weeks with yeah. a grade two right ankle. Sprain. That hurts. Was it grade two or grade three? I think it was grade two when I checked, but yeah. um, like it hurts, it definitely hurts. But nonetheless, he was gonna leave anyway at some mm. point because of his child's birth. But that mm. that that still bloody sucks. Yeah, it it hurts the Celtics' chances, but at the same time, luckily for the Celtics, they've got a few other pieces who can stand up in his absence. We know Marcus that Marcus Smart, no, most notably, hey, exactly mm. right, exactly right, and they've got the scoring options already there so yeah it hurts but it's not he's not detrimental to the Celtic success I wouldn't have thought do you think their depth will struggle as a Boston fan bro like you're now looking at Semi Ojale Brad Wanamaker Cantor mm. uh, Grant Williams Robert Williams mm. there's it kind of doesn't look quite as healthy it now that no. Smart's in that starting role it doesn't without a doubt the, the depth is going to take a bit of a hit but in saying that those guys are going to have to step up um, as the whole Celtic squad will have to now when a when a player of um, Gordon Haywood, Haywood's calibre goes down. So it's going to be interesting to see who, you know, I guess steps up the most in his absence. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, not ideal for the Celtics at this point of point of the year. Uh, in other news, teams that have lost players, uh, Joey, the Nets' Joey Harris has left the bubble due to a non-medical personal matter, mm. uh, the details of which haven't arisen yet, but... Nevertheless, it's a bit of a blow now that they, as we'll talk about soon, uh, yep. they find themselves three zip down. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a tough position they find themselves in, but yeah, you know, a bit of a blow there. And I think he's just put up the white flag almost. He's probably just thought, probably we're over not, it now, we're, hey? yeah, we're not coming back from this, so may as well leave, um, you know, to save next season. And and on the other end of the spectrum, Rondo has been medically cleared to play. Big addition oh, that to that Lakers huge. team needed. It'll be interesting to see, as we've spoken about, how he integrates himself back into the fold. Especially yeah. with J.R. Smith and Dion Wade as like 
I don't know about J.R. Smith. He hasn't been getting too many minutes, but I know Dion's been getting a fair amount. Yeah, uh, it'll certainly be a welcome addition. Yeah, for Actually, sure. Actually, J.R. has been getting... <laughs> he got more minutes. <laughs> he got more minutes in the last game as yeah. it was a bit of a blowout. But, mm. um, in other news, sorry, just quickly, the uh, the bubble seeding, um, the old... How do we say it? The old bubble teams? <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. release? You can what coin it. it. I didn't so, say. Yeah, so here we go. So... So this was kind of the best players in the bubble. There was a first and a second team. On the yep. first team, we had uh, Damian Lillard, yep. Devin Booker, TJ Warren, Luka Doncic, and James Harden. The main one that stands out there is TJ Warren to me. Who, who As, would have thought that yeah. you know, he'd be in any all He's kind, NBA His name team. doesn't look quite no. as if it... As if it fits there, does it? All but the other names are superstars. Who's the last two, sorry? Uh, Luka Doncic okay. and James Harden. No Michael Porter Jr. I'm guessing he's well, in we, the second. We've got but... the second team, and uh, he yeah, won't disappoint there. here, Lee. We had Giannis, uh, Kawhi, Porzingis, Karis LeVert, and Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, that sounds about spot so, on. A couple of strong teams there. Some players I guess we expected would be there, but yep. then again, there's a few such as LeVert, mm. Porter Jr., TJ Warren that we... I guess didn't expect as much. So, yep. yeah, well done to those guys. Yep. Um, also, Mike Conley has um, left the bubble. He left on Sunday um, to return to Ohio for the birth of his son. But has since returned today. Has he? Oh, yeah, he returned good, today good. and he dropped a... There we uh, go, Woj, with the latest news a over playoff, here. playoff uh, tie. He was absolutely <laughs> lethal. I think he... Don't quote me. I think you're checking now, uh, Lee. 27, yeah. was it? Um, if it low. Yeah, <laughs> but he had a hell of a performance on his return. Maybe that's yeah. just what he 27, needed. Twenty-seven, yeah. Twenty-seven, just to ignite nine that. from nine from thirteen, which is a good effort from. Mm. That's yeah. what you want in the playoffs. You want only the good shots put up. Yeah. And another player who we'll talk about, no doubt, pretty shortly. But Damian Lillard dislocated his left index finger in Game yeah. Two yeah. versus the Lakers, yeah, but he's already since confirmed he will be playing tomorrow in Game Three. Yeah, so. it doesn't seem like it's something that's going to hold him down for too long at all. No. I've no, I think you'd probably have to chop his hand off yeah. to keep him from playing at this rate. <laughs> I would have thought so. And to be honest, I'd probably take him at the minute with one hand, the yeah, way he's been playing. Oh, yeah, he's still put up 30 on a nightly basis, I would have thought. Um, some of the bigger news um, that happened over the course of the week, I think it happened yesterday, and it was the NBA draft lottery um, to work out who's going to be getting that um, important one, two, and three picks. Um, from all reports, the picks drop off slightly after those first three, but... It was the Minnesota Timberwolves who were the lucky um, team to snag that number one pick and um, followed by the Warriors with the second pick. Jeez, I hate to think how good they're going to be next year with the return of um, Stephen Clay and then the number number two pick. Um, and then it was the Charlotte Hornets with the third pick and, geez, they desperately need, they do. They uh, need a good a... player as well, yeah. don't they? And it seems pretty likely that the top three will be in... I guess any order, but Lamelo Ball, yeah. James yeah. Wiseman, and Anthony Edwards. Yeah, you know who I feel bad for? The Knicks. The Knicks. They got oh. like the eighth, the eighth pick. Eight. Oh, oh, just... They're in so much strife for they're the next in disarray, ten years. To be honest. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. they are. In it's a horrible sad to spot because they're such a big franchise. Like you just yeah. want to see them go well, but and it's kind of a shame. We had the top two picks are going to Western Conference teams. Yeah. The West is already so mm, strong. Yeah. It would have been mm. nice to have seen. Uh, a little they, bit more balance. They couldn't the just tip the favour a little. They, no. they had to make it a lot. <laughs> yes. Just uh... just quickly, I've got a few questions for you about um, these first few picks in the draft. So with that number one pick, we're sort of expecting it to be Anthony Edwards at the moment, um, according to the mock draft, I guess. Um, what do we think that 
um, an addition of that number one pick in, in addition to, I guess, Carl Anthony Towns and and um, D'Angelo Russell will do for that Timberwolves squad. Is that going to elevate them, you know, to around the playoff race? Or well, six foot five, he's a big boy shooting guard mm. uh, out of Georgia. Yep. He's, uh, I think, he'll be a pretty nice complimentary player just to take mm. a bit of that burden off Towns, mm. uh, and it will allow, I think, just having that that kind of three pronged scoring will help because yep. so much in the last few years has been Wigan and Towns yep. at the uh, yep. at the Timberwolves. Well, he steps into that Wiggins role, doesn't he, he to does. an extent? Like another score, scoring yep. option who can play the two-guard. Um, yeah. We only saw, was it one game we saw with D-Russ and Towns There wasn't together? any, was yeah. It, one off, it was only a handful, yeah. I know, but uh, yeah, I think he'd be a great pick for them. Yeah. And so, then would, would we be expecting the Warriors to take Lamello, do you reckon? Or I, I, I reckon think, they'll take Wiseman. Yeah, so do I. I think they're they, centre they can... Yeah. Kind of That's probably their missing piece at the moment, wouldn't it be? They've got the shooters already there. They've got the guards. Got a, got a trade I saw this morning, the proposed quick trade here. Yeah. So, Knicks and Warriors. The Knicks... <laughs> the the Knicks yeah. receive yep. uh, the number two overall pick. Okay. In exchange, they give up Mitchell Robinson and the number eight pick. Uh, yeah, well, what? You're, no, you're not doing that, are you? If you're the Warriors. <laughs> I probably wouldn't. I don't know. It, just, I, it kind of made sense in the fact that Warriors are kind of win now. And whereas... Uh, Wiseman will come in as a you know a rookie straight yeah. from college. You've got Robinson, who's been you know impressive in his couple of seasons in the league. He's a little more established, yeah. be able to kind of slot into a playoff ready team. I guess so, but you know James Wiseman's a quality player. I reckon he's capable of fitting in quite well to that Warriors team, particularly given that he won't have anywhere near as much responsibility as he'd have on a um, poor franchise. And one of my follow-up questions was going to be is someone like a James Wiseman going to the Warriors going to be good for his personal development or is it going to stunt it to I, a degree because he's already you know he doesn't have to do as much and show out as much I think anyone going to the Warriors won't have that big of a, well they have a big role because they're the second second pick but their development will be stunt because they've got those superstars mm. on the team like I'm saying that did they in the centre role, they're pretty uh, centre, pretty slim. Yeah, whereas uh, I, I think thinking, he can yeah. come in and he's not having to play behind a Steph or anything yeah. of the kind. He's kind of I reckon that number one spot's pretty well there for the taking. So because, maybe yeah, sorry, you go. Because running through my mind was what Lavar would think if Lamelo went to the Warriors, which is yeah. still a chance, and he, I think he'd want Lamelo to be like the number one, right, or like the number two at least. But he just wouldn't be on that. No, Warriors team. No, whereas if he goes to potentially the Hornets, he's yep. going to be given the absolute oh, keys to the franchise. Yeah, yep. which Agree. would I hope I hope to see that you do. Yeah, there's just no chance Lamelo goes to um, the Warriors over James Wiseman though, because they've already got the guards there and they're yep. missing a centre. So you know, it just makes sense to draft the big big boy. Brilliant, fellas. Yeah, let's, let's move ahead and talk about the playoffs here because there's yep. a lot to uh, recap now. What a start to what, start off. Yeah. yeah. First game of the playoffs goes to overtime. An absolute shootout. Yep. Uh, I tell you what, Denver, Utah was a kind of, I guess a series I wasn't expecting much from. Mm. But it's probably been... One of the more intriguing one ones. One of the so more far. intriguing. Yeah, that's yeah. the word. I was going to say one of the more exciting, but in saying that, we've had two absolute blowouts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but 
The Jazz currently lead 2 1. Yeah. Now, huge. they're unlucky. They could be three zip as well. Had yeah. They were, I think it was four points up with about a minute, minute 40 to go. Um, Backcourt violation from Donovan Mitchell kind of put the ball in Jamal Murray's hands, sunk yep. three to make it one. In a, in overtime, it was just a bit of a blowout. But in saying that, they were they probably should have won that and could yep. quite easily find themselves three zip up. Yeah, it's an interesting series because so far Utah have been getting you know a few contributors, whereas um, the Denver Nuggets are struggling to you know have that consistency, particularly with their good players. One. One game, Michael Porter Jr. might bowl out. The next game, he does nothing. Um, so I think that's probably what they've been lacking so far. Like, they're yeah. really good players to have consistently good games. Whereas, you know, you just touched on Donovan Mitchell before. He's been bowling out every game. Jordan Clarkson's been one of our favourites, has been bob- bobbing up off the bench. Um, Such a handy player. He is. And they look... This morning, as we said, they blew out the uh, Nuggets. They look even yeah. more potent now that Connolly's back and... Mm. From the way he played today, it could, I think, be a, a potential four or not, f- yeah, the next a four game run. I reckon well, I it think could be a four one ending at this rate. Denver are starting to sweat now, aren't they? They they're, would be. They're um thinking, you know, we're expected to go deep into these playoffs, and we could be having a first round exit. Well, they've lost by nineteen, yeah. um, nineteen, and what was it today? It was thirty seven. It's a thrashing, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's... And I know I think most of us picked Denver, didn't they? I, I did. I, I know for myself I wasn't that high on the Jazz, mm. and I'll certainly speak about them a little bit more in one of our later segments. But, yep. yeah, they've certainly, I reckon, been the surprise packet of the uh, playoffs so far. They have. What oh. stuck out, though, is just how seamlessly these players fit in. Mm. Like, can fill up, or, as we said, Conley hasn't been playing the last... Well, he played today, but they had... Juwan Morgan starting mm. in the power forward role the other day. Yep. Um, I know for myself, I had to look this bloke up. Like I had no idea. No, who I can't he was. say he's a household name, is he? <laughs> he's, uh, <sighs> but that's the thing. It's kind of a, such a, a next man up mentality in yep. Utah. Yeah. And like I know this year, he's he's averaged three points a game. Um, like nothing big. At yeah, all. he's he's done not much, but yep. it's just phenomenal the way that. Um, Quinn Snyder's got them playing at the yeah. minute. They've got so many handy pieces. You even think of Joe Ingles. Um, he's a threat um, to put up, you know, maybe 15 to 20 on any given night. But in saying that, he doesn't have to yeah. um, because they've also got Donovan, Donovan Mitchell, sorry, and Jordan Clarkson who can, who can did, put it up. He didn't tonight. And like you said, he doesn't have to. I think he put up one shot. He missed it, but he's still got two free throws. But like you yeah. said, they've got the other names. Yeah, he doesn't necessarily need to score that every night. And who was phenomenal today who's... Copped a lot of flack, but yeah. was Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Well, that guy yeah. was dominant today. 24 points, 14 rebounds, 11 of 15 from the field. That's Like I said, that's what you need. You need to be putting up the shots that you're going to make. Yeah. Like in this game, I think Jamal Murray, I was talking to you, Nick, he went like 5 from 16 and Yoka went 6 from 13. Like you can't be putting up shots that you're going to miss. No. I think you need to be at least over 50 at the least. I didn't actually watch this game, but I'm sure hearing that it, that Rudy Gobert was 11 for, from 15 from the field, he would have been taking higher percentage probably yeah. in the paint shots. Yeah. 100%. Um, which is what he needs to do if they're going to be winning games. He's a huge, huge guy, and he can um, yeah contribute on the offensive end. So, um, yeah, he needs to keep that up if they're going to take this series. Does this... Um does this, I guess, prove that the beef between um, 
Gobert and Mitchell is over. Or... Well, that's what we're worried Depends about. Depends if they it? win the series. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I reckon yeah, I everything's so, all yeah, happy and yeah. fine at the minute, but uh... one little thing could bloody set it up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but in saying that, I just want to uh, mention this is, I guess, some of the reason as to why I had them number one at the start of the season. I, re- I, I've, gone, yeah. I've gone south on them recently, and I don't. I feel like Colin Cowherd now. He backfits he so often. He? Yeah. yeah, so I don't want to be that guy, but. <laughs> no. um, yeah, this is they're starting to play similar to the reason I put them number one. Yeah, yeah. Because when everything's fit and firing, they they look pretty potent. Yeah. Well, they look like they can go deep at the moment, and I know it's only based off the first two games, and people are probably think, you know, oh, geez, you know, Denver might, you know, come back and even win this series, knock them out first round. But at the moment, based on what we've seen, geez, they're playing good playoff basketball. Depends when Denver get Will Barton and Gary Harris back. Yeah, is when are they a, coming back? Well, I. I think Gary Harris is... I think Will Barton's going to be pretty soon. Yeah. But Gary Harris is an unknown quantity on yep, okay. that point of time. But, yeah, they need him back ASAP. Otherwise, they I do. think it could be a, a first-round exit. They do. What's the next series? Are we going in any order? or uh, Add some order to it. Go. What are we... What <laughs> you are want we... to go the way the games uh, yeah, started it, out the other makes, day. Oh, no, like just West... Bottom to top. Well, luckily, top. we've um. Well, we've not done that at all then. Yeah, I know, but you did <laughs> luckily, start. Luckily, that. we've prepared this beforehand. Let, let's go. We'll go to the Nets and Raptors next. We'll, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Nets. Yes. Yes. Now, Matty Garrick, big fan, as we said last week. Yeah. And we were we were singing the praises of the Nets. Yeah. Bit of a Cinderella story so far in the bubble, but they've three uh, nil down, staring down the barrel of a four nil sweep. Yeah. But I think. Two of the games have been somewhat blowouts. The, mm. the second game they had, they were really in the driving seat to want, to win. They lost yeah. by five, 104 to 99. But for the most part, they were in control of this game. Yeah. Uh, game one was just a write-off. They were down 30 in the middle of the second quarter. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's really a shame for the Nets, yeah. just on the basis that they didn't have their full complement of players to play with. Yeah. But I think they certainly shouldn't be ashamed. They're no, being not at valiant all. and surpassed, I think, everyone's expectations, like, even if they do get swept. Like you said, they're 3-0 down, but the amount of confidence they've come into the playoffs with, yep. that comes down to... Um, that comes down to Toronto not having home court advantage or no teams, to mm. be honest. But like, yeah. And if you're looking at it from a glass, um, glass half full um, perspective... Um, we're looking at like some of these guys who have been bowling out for the for the Nets um, during these first few games, which is Karis LeVert we're touching on last week with, with Matt. Um, he's just going up and up um, as each game progresses. And then you look at um, Joe Harris. Um, Jared Allen. Allen. It's a big name. Even me. that, um, L- L- what's his name, LaWoo, Woo Cabarro. Can't pronounce his name properly, but um, he's been impressive as well. And I guess what it does is next year when KD and Kyrie do return, they're going to have all these players who have had the experience in playoffs and mm. have, you know, done, you know, what I think most people expected them to to do. Um, we didn't think and they no. were going to get over the Raptors, did we? But um, still, you know, you've got to look forward to the future. Yeah, it feels so like the Nets... And even in the bubble, they're playing for spots now, aren't they? Because yeah. KD and Kyrie, Kyrie said yeah. earlier in the season that he wants to bring in the changes. Like, yeah. as kind of, this is your last chance before the uh, the axe is swung. They're such a scary prospect, though, especially for next year. Like you guys said, like, yeah. Karis LeVert, like Dame said, he's just cold. He's, mm. he's such a, 
He's a stud, that guy. Yeah. He's gonna, his growth has been phenomenal. And if he continues, I guess, to trend in this direction... And I, okay, here's a pick. Okay, go. Here, oh, here's a question. Do you yeah. see Karis LeVert in the next four years making an all-star game? Yeah, yes. definitely. You do? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. He's just heading in that direction to being a really good player. Yeah. Um, yeah, in the East, I think he's going to stand out. The only thing that I'm thinking might not get him a gig is the fact that if he's on this Nets roster, he's going to be behind KD and Kyrie, a lot of attention mm-hmm. taken away from him. Maybe if he went to a, another team and was the leading guy, he could do do that. Yeah, I just don't know if that's going to happen on the Nets. So I'd love to see it. Um, on the other side, though, the Raps. Yeah. How impressive yes. have they been? They've, yeah. you know, they've taken care of business. This is all you need to do in the first round. Fred Van Bleet. Steady Fred. He's leading that incredible. team. Incredible. He will get offered the max, I would yep. say. Yep. Uh, as a free agent, he is probably one of, if not the biggest name. Yep, mm. for sure. And as because Pascal Siakam's been okay, he's but been he hasn't doing his part, I guess. Yeah, he's just kind of gone about his business. But yep. Van Bleet's really been the uh, the kind of really offensive uh, weapon in this team so far comes back to that mindset from last year like they they bloody won the title so like you you think they've got that championship pedigree exactly. now don't they that's exactly what i was just about to say it this whole series you've seen the difference between the two teams it's one team who has that belief that they can win a championship and knows what it takes to get there yep. then you've got the nets who i think in their own mind would have known that they were going to be up against it and probably yep. wouldn't come out of this round but yeah the raptors have been super impressive and definitely a dark horse heading into the um, later rounds. Well, their depth as well is just phenomenal. When you've got Barker, Norm Power, Terence Davis, Hollis Jefferson, Matt Thomas off the bench, they are really deep. And mm. I'm, re- I think one of the best series this whole finals is going to throw up well, at the rate we're going is Raptors Celtics in the oh, next round. God. Especially now Hayward's out. I think it kind of might just tilt the scales yeah, potentially. in the Raps' favour. Four weeks. I wonder when that means he'd be back if the Celtics I are still don't in. Don't think till the conference finals. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I, I just... Uh, do, you, do you think, just quickly, Nick, that if the Celtics hadn't have lost Gordon Hayward, they'd be heading into that series as favourites? Or do you think... or it's, I, it's, I probably would have said so. Yeah. But okay. now... I think it kind of errs on the side Slides of the Raptors. Away. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but uh, I wouldn't even know. Like, they're split down the middle equal for me. Yeah. But an yeah. exciting uh, series coming up. 3-zip. It uh, looks like the way of a sweep, but yeah, again, right. for Nets fans, I don't think you can be uh, too upset with that. No, not at all. Plenty to look forward to in the future for that squad. Next series. What's next? Let's, uh, let's have a look at... Where should we go? Let's go to the 76ers Celtics. Okay. Now, okay. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, yeah, that. game three currently going on. We've got a pretty close game in the, in that one. Mm. The uh, the Celtics lead 76 to 72. As it currently stands, it's 2-0 in the series. Now, Hayward's out. Mm. Yep. But again, the Celtics, how formidable are they? Jason Tatum has just been... Even Jalen Brown. Didn't he score like... What did he score the other day? Something massive. I think it was a twenty twenty eight or twenty nine or something like that. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah, yeah. they they are a super formidable team. Just looking at um the game today, this is probably the first game that Jason Tatum hasn't played well. The prior two games, he's been thirty plus points each game, wasn't it? Yeah. The only problem with Tatum today is he got. Like I was keeping watching a bit of this game before we came on the air. He got two early fouls. Yeah. Oh, okay, they kept yeah. him in the game, then took him out. Bring him back on with about two minutes to go in the first, and he got his third foul. Yeah, right. Which, okay. When you're three fouls yeah. deep in the first, it kind of 
I thought they would have sat him for the rep. As soon as he got the second, I thought they would have sat him, but they brought yeah. him back in, uh, kind of put them in a pretty average spot now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Tatum, Stud, Jalen Brown is just... I tell you who's been good, Kimball Walker. Oh, how good has he been, yeah. Although on the uh, 76er side, this, depending on this game, this could also be a sweep. Mm. They're now, just lost, aren't they? And that's, there's only so much Embiid can do, isn't there? He yeah. scored 26 and 34 in the last two games, respectively. But Tobias Harris, this is a guy, yep. he has made my shit list. Like, he is, Hassan <laughs> Whiteside, I've, he's in my good graces. Yeah, and Tobias good Harris has just taken the mantle it's, now. It's due to that contract, isn't it? It's Partly and partly because yeah. he's just been trash. He's, yeah. And it is a contract yeah. because it's... He should it be feels close better. to a billion dollars at this it point. But first game, 15 points, 6 of 15 from the field, 0 yeah. of 3 from 3 points. Not good enough. 13 points in the second game, 4 of 15 from the field, and 0 of 2 from 3. Yep. Now, it's, it's not good enough when you're getting paid that much money. Ben Simmons is out, so he's really got to step up. He had to. And even today, he's... Like he just he doesn't look like a player you can rely on. He's had fifteen points, fourteen rebounds, but in saying that, six of eighteen from the field, zero of four again from three. Yeah. Mm. And that's what he needs to do with Ben Simmons out. He needs to be more of a threat on the offensive end. Yeah. Um But that should be his bread and butter three point. Be. Like that's yeah. kind of what he's carved out a career in and mm. he's just been what's that zero? I think it's zero and nine so far in this series. Yeah, which that's, is that's not good enough. Terrible and not good enough. The fact of the matter is that so far in this series, the 76ers have heavily relied on Joel Embiid and to come up against a team like the Celtics who are so team-orientated, they've got so many pieces who can contribute on a consistent basis. It's not going to win you the series when you're relying on that one guy to um, to get you there. And to me, I throughout the year, I've, I haven't had faith in the, in the 76ers with or without Ben Simmons because I think from a mental perspective, they're just—they're not where they should be, and I don't think they want wanted enough. They don't want team success yeah, enough. Not the hunger. There's not at all. And like so. Embiid, really, I guess drives that. Like yeah. his kind of enthusiasm levels fluctuate so quickly they and do. so heavily. Yeah. Like he's either you know revving up the crowd, hundred percent invested, or he's you know crying like a little baby in the corner. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Very true. Another name who's really kind of skates by, I think, just partly because he's kind of hidden in the shadows. But Josh Richardson, yeah. I don't think gets kind of bashed heavily enough. Mm. I don't think he's been good enough either. Well, on paper, their team should come up against um, the Boston Celtics with some, I don't know the word, some... Level of confidence yeah. they should come up with. And, yeah. But you know you know what they miss right now? And just that man I was talking about, Josh Richardson, his trade with Jimmy Butler. Yeah. What would the 76ers give for like a, just a dog like Butler at the minute? Oh, and so, the, the thing is, though, it would, would have never worked because I think we heard throughout the week that Jimmy's Jimmy needed that um, team who can take criticism and who can be called out on things. Yeah. Whereas when he was at the 76ers, he said that they just, you know, had a big sook as soon as he, you know, requested that they, you know, be better than they were. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, they're in all sorts at the moment, 76ers. I'm saying a sweep. There it is. I don't see how it's not going to be at the moment. Mm. I know this game at the moment is close, but let's put it this way. If the Celtics get over the top today, I have little to no hope that 76ers will take a game in this series. Let's rattle to the next series. We've got a bit to get through still. Uh, Bucks and Magic. I want to go to because this is... The series is tied one apiece. 
Yeah. Uh, the Magic won game one, 122 to 110, off the back of Vucevic with 35 points, 14 rebounds, 4 assists, yeah. going 15 of 24 from the field and 5 of 8 from 3. Mm. Game two, the Bucks bounced back 111 to 96. Yeah. And, yeah, we kind of anticipated that they'd come back pretty hard. Yeah. What that, happened in that first round? Like, why was their fall down? Uh, the I think it was their shoot. Well, I just want to, this kind of ties in with both okay. games, but... There, Giannis is getting his. Mm. Everyone else, though, has just been below par. And Chris Middleton, oh, yeah. as a number two, he had two points in that uh, second game. He's been atrocious, they hasn't won. he? And this, this goes back to the other week. And I, I think you put a message in our chat the other day, Ro, when mm. they lost. You were like, you might have been onto something. Because yeah. I'm not sold on the Bucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think they are a good regular season team. Yeah. But under the playoffs will crumble. Brooke Lopez has been very average so far. Giannis is doing his thing as we expected. But yeah, Middleton, Bledsoe, Wes Matthews, I just do not have faith in it. Before we go on, can I just say, you, you put out, who was the player you put out you don't like um, just before 76ers? Tobias oh, Harris, yep. I don't like the twins, Brooke and Robin, to be honest. <laughs> you don't... Every time I watch them, they're just complaining and I just cannot stand them. Big oafs, you reckon? It went from Jokic. I'm a fan of Jokic. Oh, now, you can't but, hate Jokic. But now... Just the twins. They do my head in, to be honest. Yep. And, mm. well... But go on. I just want to add that. No, I'm glad you did. Brooke has been... Game one, he had five points, four rebounds, two and nine from the field, mm. um, which isn't good enough. And, yeah, it just comes back to the fact they're supporting cast. Yeah. I don't think... I would anticipate they'll win this series. Probably... Mm. I'll probably hope, sweep it from here. Hope they don't. But I'm rooting for the magic now. <laughs> like, no, I, I have You despise the magic. The magic I yeah. hate the magic, but... Yeah. I think it would just be absolutely hysterical to have be the so back-to-back funny. MVP <laughs> knocked out the first round by an eighth seed who is lucky to be in the playoffs in my eyes. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, all aboard the magic train. Can, do you reckon they can sit, like, is there any chance they could do it or not? No. I reckon they can potentially take one Another more game, one. but they yeah. will not be. I wish they could, though. We, we, just, we just saw the other day the way that... Uh, Milwaukee bounced back. Yeah. I anticipate it'll be pretty similar for yeah. the next three games. Yeah. So we yeah. won't talk about that series too much. But and like, did you have anything? Oh no, Ro. Yeah. Do you have any? Notes oh, on not one? not really. To be honest, I was I was as shocked as anyone with that first game waking up to see that the Magic had had um, you know taken care of them. They would have been paying an absolute fortune to win that game. But I think I'm a bit higher on the Bucks than you are, Nick. I yep. don't think you're. I don't think you um you know see them going. You know, to the. Do you see them going to the Eastern Conference Finals? No, no goodness, no. no. I see them getting knocked out by the Heat in the next round. See, whereas I think that they'll get there at a minimum, and they might even get to the finals. But, um, yeah, I think they're going to take care of the Magic. Um, you think they can win the whole lot? Even um, we'll get if they, we'll get yeah, to we'll it. get to it soon. Yes. But short answer, yes. Oh, you're giving it away. Huge. <laughs> Here we go. Well, let's next. go next series. We'll, well, we'll go. We'll bounce to the other one v eight series, okay. the Lakers and Blazers. Yeah. First time since I think was it two thousand and four that both uh, number one seeds lost against the eighth seeds. Yeah, yeah, that was insane. So the game one, Blazers beat the Lakers a hundred to ninety three. Uh, this on the back of Dame with thirty four five and five. Including just some ridiculous three points, like mm. that one from the logo stands out to me. Coming around the pick there, a or the screen should I say? Um, I tell you what, it's reminiscent of Steph 
Steph Curry, but he yep. kind of even surpassed the range and the consistency at this point. Like, Who mentioned that throughout the week? Someone, I think it was Kenny the Jet yeah. on TNT mentioned that he thinks that Dame may have surpassed um, Steph Curry in terms of range and knocking it down when it matters. Oh, it's just incredible watching him at the minute, isn't he? I'm He's sure. Nice to watch TV. I'm like. sure you can agree with me, both of you. But I'm putting it out there. Dame is definitely the most determined player in this playoff. He's got, oh, without um, a doubt, he's like, one of the more hungry players I've ever seen. To be yeah, honest with you, so hungry. You can see it in his eyes. Yeah. Like yeah. just after the game, he's not happy. No, he, it's it's not over until they get that. Get the trophy. Yeah. Really. How, about, yeah. how about when he dislocated his finger and he was on the bench and he, ch- I can't remember what he chucked. It might have been a towel, but he pelted <laughs> it into into the wall. It's um. And this is what it means to him. Like he's, yeah. as we yeah. said, he's game three. He's back in. He's not uh, leaving anything to chance. Yeah. In that game one though, LeBron, monster triple double, twenty three yeah. points, seventeen rebounds, sixteen assists. But the big thing that sunk the Lakers ship in game one which has continued the trend was their shooting. Yeah. 5 of 32 from 3. It was, it was so. Danny Green and Casey, oh, wasn't it? Well, Danny Green, I tell you what. We need to touch on this quickly. He has on. been one of the more disappointing players yeah. in memory in playoff playoff history, I think. He he needs to step up for them to go far in these he's playoffs. He's so streaky, isn't yeah. he? And when he's like on a purple patch, he's... Just about best shooter in the league, but when Knocked he's in down. a slump like this, he's... Uh, it's hard to watch, really hard to, is. Hard to keep on the court. Yeah. And, yeah. We're going to go a bit easier on KCP because he's a mate him. of the show. KCP the other day, game one, one point, one yeah. rebound, one assist, zero and nine from the field. And he was starting, I'm guessing. Like, yeah. So he got a triple single. Triple single. Yeah. I kind of love to see it just because I'm going for the Blazers in this series. <laughs> but, like, I hope, I just hope, with all my heart, that they can just take it from them. Game two was a big turnaround, though. It yeah, was. 111 to 88, the Lakers won. It could have been a lot more. They sat yep. most of their players. It was out to 33 points uh, in the third and fourth mm-hmm. there. Quiet game from Dames, 18 points. Mm. But in saying that, you're not going to be able to drop 50 every night. No, 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 no. no. Um, it was good to see Anthony Davis drop 31. Return to a bit of form. Um, LeBron, only 10 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists, but... Again, they were in cruise control for a lot of this game. Yeah. Also, I just need to say something. I don't know if you saw this, but there was um, talk between um, Chris Pohl and um, Stephen A. Smith. First of all, he started off his statement by saying he doesn't think LeBron's in the top five players of all time. Stephen said that. Jeez. No, Paul Pierce said it. Oh, yeah. oh I thought yeah, you said no, CB three. Sorry. <laughs> nah, LeBron, he said Paul yeah, Pierce. Yeah. He said LeBron, and then secondly, he said. Um, and I guess this is more warranted. He said if the Lakers get knocked out with Anthony Davis and LeBron um, on their team, if they get knocked out in the first series, then um, he doesn't want to hear any more of this GOAT talk. Yeah. Let well, me just say quickly, I'm a huge Boston Celtics fan. Loved what Paul Pierce did for the franchise. One of the one of the best Celtics of all time. Now drop the hammer. Never have I seen someone who has been as great of a player, been as bad of a contributor yeah. to the media than yes. Paul Pierce. I'm ready for him to just shut up for a while and, you know, fade away into the shadows, to be honest with you, because yeah. everything that he says, he's almost like a shock jock at this, yeah, at this he's stage. trying to get he, the headlines. He tries to get the headlines. We know you don't like LeBron James, but the stuff you're saying, as Stephen A. Smith would say, is blasphemous, and you, you, you just can't... <laughs> You can't take anything he says with any credibility because it's based off his personal experiences with, uh, I guess, LeBron. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, sick of hearing Paul Pierce. 
Please not a top five player of all time. What are you talking about? Oh, he's ridiculous. No, he's got no idea, does he? No. I reckon we take his job because he's, <laughs> yeah. he's lost the plot at this point. Yeah, agree. But keys to the series now. Dame, did it go nuclear again? The yeah. Blazers for the Lakers mm, just to continue yeah. shooting the ball, shooting well, better. I still don't think Lakers are in the right mindset. They need yeah. to be, but there's something about them. I don't know if it's because they finish number one in the West, but... There's just something off about them. Well, here's the thing for the Blazers. They've pretty much played nine playoff games in the lead into the yeah. playoffs. Every yeah. game was must win. Yeah. They're at that They're in intensity that you need, whereas yeah. the Lakers didn't have to really play any. For um, me, yeah. this is probably one of the more, if not the most, intriguing series in the playoffs at the moment. The reason being is you look at one seed versus, versus eighth seed on paper mm. um, without actually looking at the rosters and you go, well, the first seed should sweep them, really. Yeah. Yeah. But in this series, I think the Blazers could well and truly take it to seven games and who knows, they might even get over the top of the Lakers and imagine that, that would be um, unheard of. I, I, in that week off, I'll be... Crying. I really <laughs> think I really think um, next game will say a lot. Yep. If, mm. if the Lakers win, it's probably going to be over in the next couple. But if Blazers win, then I'll be like, all right, they've definitely got something to say. Absolutely. Yep. We've got three series to go here, fellas, so we'll rattle through them. Yeah. Uh, the third game's about to tip off, but the Clippers and Mavs yep. currently sit at one apiece. Yeah. Uh, Clippers probably lucky they got that first win. They came out hot in the first quarter. Yeah. Would have been looking different if. Buddy KP didn't get ejected. That was ridiculous. They were up five with nine minutes to go uh, in the third. Mm-hmm. Two tech. Well, he got his second tech. Both of them. I tell you what, I just I don't want to go into yeah. it too much, but I really hate this rule. The first tech. Yeah, that um, was stupid. He got a clean block. Yeah. The refs called it a foul, and he kind of slammed down his hand. Yeah. As soon as you kind of raise your arms or whatever, like you can protest with your voice, yeah. and that's all good. But as soon as you use, you know. Aggressive Aggr- demeaning. demeaning it, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's <laughs> called a tech. But I really think the refs need to understand it's the playoffs yeah. now. Yeah. Like, this emotion just, just through the roof now. This happens in all sports, literally uh-huh. all competitive sports. It happens in, at a local level. And imagine playing in the playoffs. Yeah. You, no. you're, going, you're going to show some frustration if a terrible call like that happens. So. It, it's not like KP was throwing the punch down on the ref's chin. No. Like, he was mm. bloody swinging at the air. <laughs> Should have hit him in the chin. And, like, the <laughs> second one, I can see, it was like... Uh, it was for fair. the push on Marcus yeah. Morris. Although, I love to see that him defending yeah, yeah, so did I. You want your players to have, you know, your younger players back. Yeah. Um, in the end, he was kind of... Um, you, I don't know. Well, it, it the was refs what have I said did. since it was, like, for escalating the situation. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't as if he was coming to break up yeah. the... But, but the first one just made me, made my blood boil. To be the honest. second one was soft though. It was soft. See, uh, yeah. Like again, it's the playoffs. There needs to be, like I miss watching. Like even we saw the last dance, eighties, nineties mm. basketball, yeah. where you could get into it and actually show some emotion. <laughs> you could. Like you they're could. trying to cut it out of sport and completely. So that's the pe- reason people love sport yeah. because it is so emotional. emotional. Now I know it's one all in this, um, in this matchup at the moment. Has it? Been the Clippers who have sort of underwhelmed us a bit, or has it been more so the Mavs who have, I guess, um, you know, exceeded expectations? Uh, both, I reckon. Yep. I don't think the Clippers have looked as good as they can be. Yeah. Um, they're still kind of finding, piecing things together. Mm. I think the Mavs have been exceptional, and I'm picking them to win Game Three today. Yep. About to tip off in about 15 minutes' time, but I, I reckon 
I reckon they can do an upset here in the series. And as you said, Nick, to begin with, they probably should be 2-0 up at the moment. Um, they had the full momentum in that yep. first game. If it wasn't for that ejection, I agree. I think they would have taken that first game. Would have been 2-0 up and the Clippers would have been looking at a early round exit. Again, it feels kind of similar to the Lakers-Blazers mm. series. Whoever wins this game will be yeah. in pretty good stead. Yeah. Um, but two two series to go, fellas. Right so yeah, let's wind it up. Let's go heat paces. Okay. Heat uh, currently... You know, 2 nil up, looking pretty solid. Um, as we expected, TJ Warren has kind of come back to earth a little bit. <laughs> games of 22 and 14. Yeah. Now, we knew it wasn't going to continue him averaging 40 or whatever the case was. But, yeah, it's. Uh, I really thought it was going to be a little bit closer. Mm. Well, should I say, I thought the Pacers might have taken one of the first two games. Yeah. Uh, you can see how much they miss Sabonis now. Yeah. Huge, yeah. But uh, Goran Dragic has been elite in that point guard role for the Pacers. Yeah. In game two, he was just phenomenal. It's just leadership from Goran Dragic. And I'll also touch on Jimmy Butler in a segment that we have after this. Um, yeah. But it's it's those leaders who, are, who have been enormous for them. They're leading a team with plenty of young players with no playoff experience. Um, can I just say something yeah. as well? Like. Nah. Duncan Robinson. Oh, yeah. This guy dropped 24 points the other day, 7 of 8. Oh, he was a sniper Field that goals, yeah. 7 of 8 from the three-point line. That's all he does, shoot threes, and yeah. I love it. If like, he can't knock down threes, he does nothing, but when he knocks them down, goodness me, he, he's scary. He's <laughs> the best shooter in the league. The Heat are definitely covered on that three-point end, though, aren't they? Yeah. They are. They're covered I'm, from all all ends, I reckon, defensively well, or offensively. I think they're beating the Bucks. I, you reckon, I yeah. think they are Eastern Conference... Um, real contenders here. Uh, I love their core. They've got they've got the young core and Tyler Harrow and Bam. you know yeah Bam and then they've got the main core and you know Jimmy Butler yeah, and I'd even put, I'd even I don't know how old Bam is. He's young, but I'd pro- probably put him in the main core. And then they've got that old core. Well, Bam's only twenty three. Yeah, hmm. I'd still. But put yeah, him he, in. he he feels like a player with a lot. And the veteran veteran core in like Iguodala. Oh. Having um, a player like Iguodala in the playoffs is invaluable, really. Yeah. What do we reckon, before we move on, fellas, we'll wrap this one up quick, but sweep, do you reckon or do you reckon the Pacers can take a game? They'll take one. I just want to see some beef between TJ Warren and Jimmy Butler. Yeah, there hasn't been enough yeah. there, has there? If they don't win, if the Pacers don't win the next game, it's it's done and dusted. Excellent. Last series, fellas. The one that I thought was going to be the, uh, well, potentially the closest. I thought it was going to go seven, Rockets yep. and Thunder. Rockets yeah. currently leading 2-0. <laughs> Uh, doing this without Russell Westbrook, yeah. but Gary Gordon's been phenomenal back in that number two role. Yep. Do you want? I'll, I'll go. Do you know what it's come down to? I've got a little bit on this. The Rockets' defense. Mm. Um, you know, Harden's been critiqued his whole career in his efforts on his defensive end yep. and in his um, his efforts on the in the playoffs. But um, they're holding their own against the Thunder. In game one, the Rockets held CP3, Shea, and Schroeder to a combined 35 points, oh. which is crazy. I think they put up 34 shots um, altogether. And then in game two, Chris Paul's plus minus was minus 36. Oh, dear. And this wasn't due to Chris Paul taking bad shots. It yeah. was due to him, due to the Rockets' defense. They've yeah. been phenomenal. Couple that, of Keith, no, sorry. You I was just right. about to say that plus minus for CP3. <laughs> you don't see it very often when he's on I've the floor. I've never seen it. I think it is his worst. It'd have to be when he's on the floor. Generally, they're you know staying within games, and if not, you know probably be- more beneficial with him on the court. But yeah, yeah that's crazy. Sorry, you're going. No, I was just going to say a couple of things for me. Jeff Green off the bench mm. has been 
Incredible. Enormous. 22 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, 8 of 12 from the field in the first game. 15 points, 7 rebounds, 6 of 11 from the field in game two. Yeah. Again, these players like Clarkson, Blue Williams, who can come off just shooting the lights out, so beneficial. Uh, for For the Thunder, though, I guess the big thing that needs to be ironed out if they're to have a chance is Shea needs to find some consistency. Yep. Game one, he had nine points, four rebounds, one assist. Yep. Game two, 31 points, six, six rebounds, two assists. Yeah, I would I just, say the same thing with Dennis Schroeder as well. Yep. They're, they're guys who um, have been performing at a elite level all year need to step up when it matters. And that's, yeah, as you were mentioning, Nick, um, Gilgis Alexander, CP3, and um, Dennis Schroeder and, especially. And I'm going to chuck in Stephen Adams in there. He should be taking advantage of the small bowl lineup. He Shouldn't just he, yeah. isn't. Yeah, should bully them, shouldn't he? Yeah, um, but that comes down to Mike D'Antoni. He has it worked out so that Stephen Adams isn't in the pain. He's on the on the wing guarding PJ Tucker because he can knock him down from the corner. Yeah, yeah, he's set it's that a, up phenomenally. It's a good phenomenally, yeah. D'Antoni. Yeah, fellas, we've rattled through eight series there. It's um, it's hard because it's so like we could spend an hour on each series, but Easily. I know come next week we'll have better. Well, yeah, the first round will be done by next. Will it? Week sat by sat. Depends how many game sevens happen. Well, that's it. So there'll be a lot to talk about there. Mm. Let's move ahead. Hero okay. of the week. Believe it or not. Looking Cue the forward music. to this. One, two, three, go. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could feel so free. Hide away on a wing and a prayer. Who could it be? There we go. Where are we? Okay. Who wants to go first this week? Lee, I reckon you I'll go man. first. Yep. Um, personally, well, I'll just start off. Mine is Jason Tatum. Yeah, um, I like it. He has already asserted himself as the most dominant player in the Philadelphia-Boston series and maybe yep. in the Eastern Conference based on the first few games. Oh, it's games. a huge call. I love I'll, it. I'd say that, though. Yes. He's um, the main factor and the biggest reason why the Celtics are leading this series probably by the end of the day. I think it'll be 3-0. Um, and like we were saying, it was meant to be somewhat close, um, but it just hasn't been. Not only has he been a massive offensive threat, um, he's had uh, two 30-plus games. I don't know about today. Yeah. He's been a bit slack, but his work, bit slack. <laughs> his work on the defensive end has been phenomenal, especially yep. in that um, first game, that massive block he got and a couple important rebounds. But... Um, yeah, he's been one of the best players in the playoffs so far, which is why he's my hero of the week. I would agree with that 100%. Good pick. Thanks. Yeah, great pick. And I won't go in it, into it too much, but, but he's 22 years of age. Yeah. Jason we need Tatum, to remember that, yeah. Standing up when it counts. So, yeah, that's a great pick. And and I just wanted to say, I said he would show out in the playoffs, which he has. He needs to, he, really. He has. He, he has, has really put that team on his mm. back, but it is Lucky is complimented by so many nice oh, pieces. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's in the perfect situation. I'll go next if you want, Nick. No, please do, bro. Please I, do. I mentioned mentioned earlier um, that Jimmy Butler was going to get a mention later on, and he's my hero of the week. He's he's averaged twenty three points in the opening two wins against the Pacers. So it's not like he's you know bowled out from a ball. box score but nah. perspective, really. But it's not even the stats which have stood out to me. It's more so like the leadership that he's had. Um, over this young, inexperienced um, playoff team in the Heat. Um, he's just one of those guys who you'd love to have 
leading leading your team. Yeah, yeah he he might call you out when you do things wrong, but at times I think you almost need those those type of players to tell you that you're not doing what you should be doing. Um, so yeah, he's he's been my hero, and if the Heat are to progress any further in the in the um, playoffs, they'll need Jimmy to continue to lead this team as he has been doing. I don't see that letting up anytime soon. The other thing that's just quickly that's impressed me with Jimmy Butler is the fact that he put his beef with TJ Warren to bed before the series had yeah. actually started. Mm-hmm. He could have easily made this series all about the um, beef that he had once upon a time. With, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would have been interesting. But instead, he's made it about winning the series yeah. um, and he's got tunnel vision. He doesn't let those kind he of... He took dis- his bloody rearview mirror off to not see the future, for Christ's sake. <laughs> the past. Yeah, the He's... past, sorry. <laughs> the past. Um, but, but that's actually impressed me about Jimmy Butler. I think um, the fact that he's solely focused on his team doing well, um, yep. yeah, he's my hero. Probably second most determined behind Dame, probably. Oh, you, yeah. Yeah. Yep, uh, that dog he attitude. wants it. My hero of the week. Yeah, and... Yeah. Yeah, a bloke who has just been electric this week, Donovan Mitchell of the yeah. Jazz. Hence, he's really a driving force behind why the Jazz are two one up. Yeah, uh, lost the first game, overtime. How's this though? Fifty-seven points, 57. nine rebounds, seven assists, nineteen of thirty-three from the field, sixteen of fifteen from three-point line, thirteen of thirteen from the free throw line. Mm. He put up the third point. Third most points ever in a playoff game behind Jeez. Elgin Baylor with 61 and oh. Michael Jordan with 63. Hmm. Now, that's absurd. It is absurd for a guy this young, 57 points. Game two, though, continued with 30 points, eight assists. Mm-hmm. Um, and even today, he didn't he didn't have to do as much, but he dropped 20 points, um, mm. only played 27 minutes. Yep. Again, it was a pretty cruisy game. But for a guy this young, it, he's really... I guess reconfirmed to me that he is like the number one guy and is yeah. like yeah. over kind Gobert. Of, oh, Gobert. without a doubt, yeah. without yeah. a doubt, and really the building like what you build this team around. Yeah, uh, I think we've really got a series on our hands, and we for do. a third year player to be leading it the way he has, yeah. without a doubt, is my hero of the week. Fifty-seven points, That's, though. Stop it, like, Donovan. Stop it. Are we are we forgetting anyone in this hero of the week? Who would have you had running up? I would have had Dame just because of his mindset and his focus, but yeah. But game two, he was yeah, he's a bit poor. When you get blown out by thirty-three, it's hard to. Anyone else? Um, there oh. has been some good performances. Fred Van Vliet, from yeah, yeah, Fred, yeah. Fred's gone about his business Vucci nicely in that game one. Vucci needs to get out of, out of Orlando. I'm sorry, yeah. he's too good for that franchise. Can I just say I would have loved to see um, Devin Booker and the Suns in the playoffs as much as I like Portland. I would have rather see Portland, but. Yeah. Without it's just sad. Mm. I'd just like to say before we move on to B Rider, good night. We're currently two minutes to go in the Boston Philly game. Yeah. The still, uh, Philly currently lead by one. No Two way. minutes to go. How many does Jason Tatum have? I'm not sure, but Daniel Tice has just fouled out. <laughs> oh, okay, he's got four. Okay, so Tice has just fouled out. I'm, I think we could be going to a. Uh, OT. May, might not be a sweep here, as we were saying might before. Might go to OT. But, uh, yep, be right a good night. Here we go, fellas. Let's do it. What we're going to do this week, now, I know we certainly haven't forgotten. Lee and myself still have one to pay off in the next week or two. No, we forgot. We're not no, we haven't. Yeah. We'll keep that up our sleeves. <laughs> yeah, a little ace in the hole. Because we're, we're going to uh, not have a break from be right a good night, but what we're going to do today, we're going to pick a winner 
for the championship. The Larry OB, who's going to get it? It's an early prediction, isn't it? Now, how it's going to work, we're going to have a random generator. Uh, so whoever, if once a team's picked... Can't no, do the same one. Exactly, that's what I was going for. <laughs> so our random generator says that the number one pick... We'll be going to Lee. Yay! No. You always seem to come out. No, on top of that's these. not what we were after. John, the good news or the bad news? No, right? I've got third pick, haven't I? You do. Yeah. The good news is I have number two. So Lee, take her away, my man. Oh no! Um, I've straight. I'm putting up the Lakers. They're, oh, that hurts you, Nick. So far, you. they haven't. Or they they lost that um, first game, but they're going to turn it around. They're going to get that that chip for Kobe in the end. Yeah. Brutal, brutal. Yeah. I was going to go with my heart and. I was, oh, I was riding the Lakers train, so now you've thrown a spanner in the room. I hate oh, these random oh, generators. We I'm, always get shafted. We and do. then at the end, we'll say who was our first, second, and third. We're so intrigued to see your pick, though, Nick, because I think everyone thought you were going with the Lakers. Without a doubt. So now... Curveball? I'm, I'm going the Miami Heat. All right. Oh, okay. Big curveball. Okay. Big curveball. I'm backing the Heat in. Uh, partly they're shooting, just the balance they've got between experience and youth yeah i think mm. they're a deep team but uh i think they're really well they're gonna win this series against pacers mm. i really think they can match the bucks yeah um in the conference finals raptors celtics could be a bit of a slog but yeah yeah i, I can see them doing it so yeah. there's a bit of Good a curveball one. from me this one's gonna make you sick nick is it but i'm gonna lock in the milwaukee bucks <clears throat> okay um i just think that Giannis's time is now it has to be now um, they've gone through the regular season being the best team all year. Um, yeah, they lost that first game against Orlando, but I think to an extent they probably needed to get that out of their system. And yeah. it's good to get, get those games out of the way early. They got it out of the way as early as possible. And now I think Giannis is going to go on a mission to get that chip. And the other thing with the Bucks is they've been... Chris Middleton's done absolutely nothing. If he can get a roll on, which I'm sure he, he can... Um, Kenny, Kenny Rose. I think so. I think so. Kenny. I rate Chris Middleton overall, but um, yeah, I think I think it's their time to um to win the championship. Well, we're gonna that? know pretty soon if uh, you or I are out of out <laughs> yeah. of luck, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we will. Who was our one, two, and three? I had one Lakers. If I had to choose second, it'd be Toronto Raptors, and three the Clippers. I'll turn it round. Yeah, I didn't really go through. I was just backing on the Lakers, but I would have gone Lakers, Heat, and then. Heaps Probably Clippers. Yeah. Oh, Raptors are just scary. Yeah, they are. I had the Lakers and Bucks as a as sort of like an equal equal one, um, but I reckon the Celtics and Raptors are going to be um, dark horses. Like if if yeah. um, if they come up against the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals, that's going to be a really interesting I think series. Any, one, any three of those teams, Raps, yeah. Celtics. And Heat can beat the Bucks. Yeah. So I think we've really got a slog in that. Also, I'm saying Dark Horse, watch out for the Rockets when Russ gets back. You know what? I'm saying Dark Horse, watch out for the Mavs if they get over the top of the Clippers in this series. Oh, my goodness. Who knows? It's huge. We've got a lot to look forward to, guys. We've got another huge week of playoff ball coming at us. Uh, So to recap that myself, I've got the Heat. Going, winning, winning the Larry OB. I've got the Lakers. That's huge, Nick. I can't oh, get over that. <laughs> <laughs> I and I've got the Milwaukee Bucks to take it all out. Fortune favors the brave. It does. Bro. I hope you. I hope you get it. Too. So does this mean we're not doing any be right good nights in between or what? I think. Uh, I think the fact of the matter is we've got so much on our plates over the next. I don't know. Few weeks. We, we might. But, Time one here or there, but okay. um, not every week. Yeah, we got this. We want Entertainment Weekly one. to pick it back a bit. Entertainment oh, yeah. Weekly is a bit <laughs> of fun. Yeah, I like we that. do. There is a lot going on. We've got a lot in store. Um, 
as we said, we are kind of working behind the scenes. There's a lot of kind of projects we're trying to get set up, new segments, guests, everything of the kind. Everything's growing at a rate we're really happy with, which is good. So, yeah, lots to look forward to, guys. As we said at the start, keep following all the socials. They can all be found at the Daily Dribble. Yeah, we're nearly 1K, so... Yeah, on the old IG, we're nearly up to 1,000 followers. That'll be a nice little milestone. Um, and continue to hit that subscribe button, guys. We love uh, we love seeing as well. Like, we can kind of track where all of our listeners are from, so we're, we're loving seeing all the countries. We've, I think we're up to, like, 23 or 24 countries. We've it's well and truly an international podcast at this point. And only... only uh, by the day. <laughs> so guys, thank you for tuning in. Um, yeah, can't wait to come at you guys next week with some more player forward. Yeah. Huge week in store, fellas. Excellent. Well, I'll see you guys next week. It's good to have a player forward back. Guys, enjoy it. Enjoy the early mornings, the late nights, and we look forward to talking to you soon. Love you, bye. Shout out to Daily Chip. That was true. You gonna have to go ahead and see what they know. That was all the time. It ain't no Roma City news. We gon' make it drop, drop, drop.